what did we have for dinner? Uh, I made pork chops and roasted potatoes. Fuck, I don't have either of those. Sorry. I know. My my Target delivery was supposed to come today, and it doesn't look like they're coming. Or the people who took my Ulta package took my Target package. Either or. We, we had, um, an Amazon fresh order. That's the, the like, the... The pantry one, right? You know, that's Prime the one that delivers food. Yeah. We had one of those delivered to our apartment. And we are apartment number two. And the oh, number on this. the package was 18. Nice. Yeah, I got I'm a sorry. package couple, like, before this quarantine started. But, like, right around the time that COVID was happening. I got a package completely different address. Like... In my town. Wrong street, wrong, wrong number. number. Wrong number, like, wrong, it was like, say, 11 Cypress Avenue. Like, yeah. nothing like my street. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna say your your address on here? Yeah. oh, we're going. <laughs> we are going. Speaking of true crime, guys, my Ulta package got stolen. Aww, you gotta hate that. It's the Porch Pirates. This Who's is a true crime. Who's out there stealing packages right now? It's a true crime. What scummy scum is stealing packages now? Apparently a lot of people because the old ladies in my town do not fail to take photos of people that they catch and shame them. They don't stop the person. No, 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 no. They just take their photo and put them on blast on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Wonder if that's ever caught anybody. Somehow I doubt it. Alright. Um, well... If you're anything like us, you are currently stuck in COVID-19 quarantine and are probably bored as hell because I know we are. Speak for yourself. I am thriving. <laughs> yeah? My cats got married a couple weeks ago. They said yes to the dress and we went forward this morning based on the yelling and screaming and hissing and punching and everything that we woke up to. It appears they have now divorced. They are one of the couples that have fallen into hard times in COVID-19 and will be filing divorce as soon as this quarantine is over and they're currently living in separate bedrooms. Wow, you've had quite a drama. I am enjoying myself here. We are catless here, so we've just been sitting depressed uh, back to back on our separate <laughs> devices. <laughs> so that's about it. Literally back to back, like Pacha and Cusco in the Emperor's New Groove. Exactly. Linked arms and everything. <laughs> yes. Um, but we've been watching a lot of Netflix, Hulu, all of the streaming services. Literally everything. Literally everything. And uh, we're going to try to give you some recommendations for stuff that's like in the true crime sphere. It doesn't have to be true crime, um, but it has to be kind of like spooky and cool and then we'll give you some other recommendations just from general happiness yeah because sometimes you don't want to watch true crime you want to watch something that'll take your mind off of things yeah exactly we've all been there Mm -hmm. so um caitlin what would your first um quarantine true crime recommendation be Okay, my first true crime recommendation should come as a shock to no one, and that is Tiger King. 
I feel like that's a classic. I feel like you start with that for quarantine. It's a quarantine classic. Like if we ever have to go into one of these things ever again, or if we like have to make use of the bomb shelters that our grandparents built, bring bring your Netflix subscription. Take Tiger King in with you. And it's not just and I want to say I it's not just that it's crazy because it, it or it doesn't just fall under true crime, in my opinion, for the murders and the assaults and the threats and the this, that, and the other thing and the fraud. There's also, and this is also kind of a warning, there is some pretty terrible treatment of animals, some of which is on camera, some imagine. of which is not. Yes, yeah. but I feel like that also counts as true crime. Yeah. So this is hella true crime. Yeah. All the craziness of abducted in plain sight with 50% fewer teeth. And replace all those teeth with uh, more crazy tigers and mullets. Yeah. And so I feel like everyone like went crazy for don't fuck with cats and for abducted in plain sight. Every once in a while, there's like a crazy Netflix true crime documentary that hits. And then all of a sudden, like the world explodes. I feel mm -hmm. like it hit harder with Tiger King than yep. any of the ones we've seen before. It just felt like with the quarantine and everything, like everyone's just like, oh, I do have the time to watch a five hour documentary about this. Yes. And it just hit so hard that you kind of have to watch it at this point. Not even that. You can tell how, how much better this performed than others in terms of viewers, just based on the fact that they made this a few years ago at this point. And yeah. Like, it all came together. They released it just recently, but it's it was years in the making. Um, yeah. They, they fucking had a reunion episode. They, they, they just made and put out a from home on Zoom reunion episode hosted by Joel McHale. Yeah, I feel like they're going to start doing that a lot now because, like... I mean, something that's not on my recommendation list, but I still am going to throw in there for you to watch that's not true crime is uh, Love is Blind. Yes. And like at the end of that, there was like a reunion show and like it's a it's become like a like a reality show thing. You kind of have to have a reunion show. See, and yes. I feel like Tiger King walks the line between true crime documentary and just crazy reality TV. So it makes sense that it had a reunion episode. But I think my, where I'm going with it more is that they didn't have one planned. They saw how, like, this, it's it's like Stefan says, this has something for everybody. Um, I think Netflix saw that and was like, okay, well, this is clearly becoming... A lot. For, la <laughs> for lack of a better word, contagious. And yeah. they're... Because it was very last minute, that's what I'm trying to say. They uh -huh. didn't plan to do a reunion when they were putting together this documentary. Yeah. But yeah, that's my first pick. All right. Watch Tiger King, please. Dear God. If you haven't already. I feel like Almighty. that's an obvious one. Um, one that I really like that's kind of a sleeper. I don't know how many people have watched it. I think we've talked about it like once or twice before is the show Dead to Me. And you it have. is, it's on Netflix and it is so good. Season one came out uh, sometime in 2019, like around this time in 2019. Yeah. 
and uh season two is like they just premiered the trailer and it looks so fucking good but basically what it's about is like this woman's husband is killed in a hit and run accident and she uh this girl jen is determined to find out like what happened who hit her husband it was hit and run how could they just leave him blah 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 so she goes to a uh grief meeting and then meets this woman that's like pretty crazy and they become uh friends and then you find out i think it's like at the end of the the first episode is that the girl she befriends uh was involved in her husband's death and it is insane from there it's christina applegate it's um linda cardellini uh, linda cardellini from uh freaks and geeks so so good like perfect like true crime thriller but also really funny i was gonna say it's got the it has the comedic balance so funny and uh james marsden's in it too heartthrob um it's got a 95 percent on google so it's pretty good and 86 percent on rotten tomatoes so nice not just me recommending it other people no clearly not yeah because i feel like if you're if you're like us you start in like if you have netflix you start at the the true crime documentary section and like try to blaze through those. But this is like, it, it's not true crime because like, obviously this is like a made up story. I don't think it's based on a book or anything. I'm trying to read real quick on the synopsis. It doesn't look like it's based on anything. It looks like it's original idea. And I think it's in the comedy section. Yeah. So no, it fits it our sensibilities, but it's also listed under comedy. So you wouldn't immediately find it if you're looking for something crime related right so that's my first pick all right my next for my next trick um after this we're gonna go with murder mountain we have touched on Mm -hmm. this before but once again one of the first things when we were talking about putting this episode together we were saying that we should focus on just other elements of true crime like obviously when you think of true crime you think of murder um, but there are a lot more facets to that, and some of that we will be touching on. Um, uh-huh. but for Murder Mountain, it's drugs. It's yeah, drugs are king. One might even say Tiger King. <laughs> um, and you can watch it on Netflix. And I, I'm trying to remember how many episodes it is. I want to say it's seven. But then again, my brain just defaults to, well, my brain also defaults. It is six. My brain defaults to, this is what I get for not going off my notes. Um, My brain kind of just defaults to seven, as I tried to say three times. Um, (laughs) It's it's quarantine. There are no rules. But basically, it's, it, you get a glimpse into marijuana farms. And in some states, Obviously, this is legalized in others. It is not overall. It's not federally legalized. Um, So you get to see it from both sides, which I think is really interesting. But it's it's about um, Humboldt County in California. And we were actually there. My family and I went on a big like Northwest uh, road trip like last year. And uh, we were in like the Humboldt County area. So I remember my sister saying something. As we were like driving through, uh, talking about Murder Mountain, 
you did. And you sent me pictures. And you were yeah. like, hey, I'm at Murder Mountain. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, that is Murder Mountain. Um, you can watch it on Netflix. Um, it's... I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything here. We said six episodes. It's real good. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. Um, <laughs> it's got a 91% on Google. I, I just yes, looked up. Uh, that's what I was going to get to. It's got a 91 on Google. It's got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, which is honestly impressive because I feel like the people on IMDb are more critical, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Also, it um, came out at the end of... 2018 so i don't know if a lot of people like like i don't know if people like skipped over it because it was around the holidays so like maybe you were with your family and doing other stuff and then it like left the new releases section but um really really good yeah um but yeah and then on rotten tomatoes it has a 79 percent audience score so all right my next pick is another um fictional series it's a British series called The Stranger. Have you heard of The Stranger? Then it, like, as I always say, and I know it sounds like bullshit, it sounds familiar. It Maybe if you give me more details. It was originally a book. Um, Harlan Coben. Uh, sure. The book was from 2015. And uh, this series premiered at the end of January on Netflix. And it's... I don't even want to explain like the premise because it's pretty confusing. But as you start watching it, like pieces like start coming together. It's like one of those uh, thrillers that like each person has a secret and you have to like learn how their secrets are like intertwined through the, through all the episodes. It's really, really good. Uh, It's only eight episodes, so it's not too long and it has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Highly recommended. And another thing that wasn't necessarily in like, a true crime section. So um, right. if that's the only thing that your Netflix is recommending you, you might not have seen it, but it is, I think only on Netflix. I haven't seen that it is anywhere else. Okay. Yes. Netflix. I think, I think, no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. I was going to say, I think it's on Hulu, but no, I'm thinking of something completely different. Um, yeah. I'll try to, I'll, if I find that a series is somewhere else, um, I'll try to say it because I know not, I mean, Netflix is pretty ubiquitous now, but like not everybody has it. So if something's specifically on Hulu or Prime, like I'll make sure to mention it. Sounds good. Yeah, right. What's your next one? Well, this next one is a little indie series called Mindhunter. And uh, it's it's an oldie but a goodie. I mean, it's just it's a classic. Um, For those who don't know. It's based on a true story. It's based on um, the book of the FBI agent who basically developed behavior analysis in terms of he he identified that there was such a thing as a serial killer. He didn't invent behavior analysis, but he invented the idea of the serial killer and that there is a pattern there and used behavioral. I can't fucking speak. Behavioral (laughs) analysis, in addition to Ed Kemper, to help kind of nail things down and identify what's going on yeah with these people and this is it's it's in the 70s it's got jonathan groff from hamilton and glee perfect um Love yes him. yes just an angel in a pantsuit um it has a 97 percent 
rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 95%. Wow. So, yeah, so it's doing okay. Um, and then it's got a 95% Google score and an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. See what I mean? Like, they tend to be more critical. Yeah. Um, but you can find it on Netflix, at least in the U.S. And, yeah, really good. We've we've definitely talked about it before, so oh, we've talked about it so much because yeah. So if you of, don't know, it's a recommendation of ours already. Now you really know. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. But yeah, and if you're looking for something to read, you can check out the book too. It is Mind Hunter Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. Yeah. And that's by John E. Douglas, not to be confused with Johnny Douglas, John E. Period Douglas, and right. Mark Olshaker. And that's who Jonathan Groff and um, Hulk McCallany play. Very so. cool. Yes. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I keep smacking my lips. It's like, no, 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 no. Um, my next one is actually two documentaries by the same uh, documentary team that we've definitely talked about before. Killer Legends. Um, and the other one is Cropsy. I think Cropsy was there first. And... It's about the story of um, a bunch of missing kids that went missing on Staten Island. And they think it's like this weird urban legend guy, Cropsy, that he would take the children and like Hansel and Gretel them away and like steal them away. So they um, do a deep dive into that story. And then Killer Legends we've talked about in the episode about um, the guy who poisoned his son on Halloween. Yes. The um, candy man. Yes. Candyman um, can because he they mixes talk it about, with love. <laughs> they talk about that story. They talk about um, the uh, Phantom Killer of Texarkana, um, about love the Babysitter that. Murders, um, a couple of different stories, a little bit of John Wayne Gacy. They talk about the clowns and everything. All my nightmares. Um, but it's really good because it's, it's more informative than it is scary. Yeah. So it's not like too terrifying it's not like you can't watch it at night or anything like that but um those two documentaries i just watched killer legends so i know that one is but um i believe they're both on youtube and like oh. it's the free with ads so oh yeah yeah so you can still watch it for free i think killer legends is like back and forth on netflix it was on netflix for a little while that's where i originally saw it and then it wasn't um, but it's also, I think, for free on Tubi, and it's definitely on Vudu because I watched it on there recently. Vudu's weird, like it, um, and, and Pluto and and that stuff. It's weird yeah. because like the commercials get like thrown into random places, not where you think it's a traditional Literally commercial. Mid sentence. Yeah, I I don't understand it, but like they have their own forensic files and like unsolved mysteries channels. So like, who yeah. am I to fucking complain at that point? I was going to um, say. I think Cropsy might Cropsy might still be on Netflix. Let me just look it up real quick cuz I just have um Killer Legends up. It has an, uh Killer Legends has an 81% um score on Google, so that's pretty good. But Cropsy does not say it's on Netflix currently. Uh but that also has a 74%. Both really okay. good documentaries by Joshua Zeman and Barbara Broncaccio? Sure. Yeah. They're good uh, documentarians. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your next one? All right. My next one, I feel like maybe we should do together because it's on both of our lists. Okay. 
And that would be fire with a Y. Uh-huh. The greatest party that never happened. Okay. On Hulu. Everyone knows that <laughs> the two uh um Firefest documentaries came out, one on Hulu two days before the Netflix one. Um, As it should have been. And it's about the Fire Festival, this great festival that was advertised at this Pablo Escobar's island in the Bahamas, and then everyone got there and fucking nothing was there. Um I am a thousand percent doing an episode on Fire Festival this summer because it's one of my favorite things to to watch and research. It's but ridiculous. It's on both of our lists and specifically the Hulu one. The I Hulu I is really better. I know. I like the Hulu one better. I think it paints a better story. It really tells you about Billy McFarlane's like past and yes. like what led him to Fire Festival. I like the Netflix one because they do interview the people from the Bahamas who were the people who were most affected by this. Like, right. the influencers, some were gifted tickets, some have, you have that much money to spend on a concert ticket. Well, these Bahamans did not have enough money to feed and house these people who just showed up on their island. So right. uh, I feel very bad for them. And um, the fact that that, um, the GoFundMe campaign went around for that woman that's featured in the yes. in the Netflix one. That's incredible, but I don't know the and the Hulu one has the um, the guy who worked for Fuck Jerry. I already knew. I already <laughs> knew that that's what you were gonna say because it's if you've true. Never and it's seen very it, funny. If you've never seen it, the guy to watch is the guy they're interviewing that worked for the marketing team. Fuck Jerry. Oh yep. my god! I want him to be my best friend. I want him to market everything I do. Yeah. He's he's he is. he's hysterical. Oh, he's so good. Um, watch both of those documentaries and also like tune back in for when I actually do my Fire Festival episode. Um, but specifically if you're gonna watch only one of them, watch the Hulu one. So good. I believe it's called Fire, the greatest party that never happened. I'm gonna say I didn't look that up. I just typed it in and thought that was right. Oh, I went based off what you said. <laughs> So okay. <laughs> that means we're both double wrong if this is not the case, but that's mm -hmm. okay because I have my little pocket Hulu and it's called Fire Fraud. Is it? Yes, it I is. The... I thought that was the Netflix one too. Oh, oh my God. We're so unprofessional. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So the Netflix one is called Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Yes. So okay. don't watch that one. Watch no, the Hulu No, still watch one. that one. But watch Hulu first. Yeah. Like the rest uh, of us Fire did. Fraud. That one. And Fire Fraud. And... It's just, and that's the one, I believe, with Andy King talking about how he would suck a Bahamian's dick. He offered... For water. For, 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 for water, so that, the, so that customs would release the Evian <sighs> for the festival. <laughs> oh. It's just... It's a meme! It's just so good. The, the whole story of Fire Festival just makes me, like, warm and happy inside because I didn't... I did, I knew like two bands that were on the bill, and then I didn't care about anybody else. Yep. Uh, but oh, it's just the best. Um. So fire fraud. Fire, fire fraud. fraud on Hulu. On Hulu. And I highly recommend. Yeah. And Haley does too, clearly, because it was on both of our lists. It's one of my favorites. Um. The next one is one that anybody could watch. You don't need any type of um subscription for it. It's um the channel Top Fives on YouTube, and. Okay. They are, um, they have the most incredible foreign accent that I love. It's not hard to listen to, but it's just like perfectly soothing. 
And they put out new videos all the time about like paranormal and mysteries. And they do specific like serial killer uh, deep dives and um, missing persons cases and like the top five um, scariest unexplained videos. Um, I was just watching a couple of them. I don't remember what it was. Um, Five insane things that were caught on tape during a police interrogation. Number three Um, will surprise you. No, all of theirs are really, really good and very well produced. Um, I watch their channel all the time. Would highly recommend. They have thousands of videos. So you will have plenty to watch if you get bored. And that's what we need in this time of boredom. Exactly. Love in the time of Corona. Brought to you by both of our streaming picks. Yep. But yes, moving on. What's your next one? So my next one is, it's kind of just the, like, to bump, to, what's the word that I'm looking for? To, like, put them all together. It's, it's, you know what I mean. Everybody knows what I mean. People are screaming at me. It's fine. Bundle! That's the word. And so overall, it's the series American Crime Story. um, And it's by Brad Falchuk, who, um, and, and Ryan Murphy. They did Glee. Um, Scream Queens, American Horror Story, but they take the drama of those and they implant it into dramatizations of really famous crimes, such as the Pe- People versus O.J. Simpson, um, the assassination. The, I can't. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't speak today. Um, the assassination of Gianni Versace. Um, they're also working on another one called Impeachment. And that will be on the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal. Wow. Okay. Yes. And Beanie Feldstein is going to be Monica Lewinsky. Just a little. Oh, wait, I think I heard about this. Yeah. It's, it, it really does. It looks wonderful. I didn't Um, know that they were doing like a bundle of these, um, like true crime. Yes. It's part of an anthology series. It's called, it's called American crime story. Okay. But it includes the assassination of, Gianni Versace with Darren yes. Chris. Yes, with Darren and- Chris, aka Andrew Cunanan, because literally there's no difference between the two of them. They look exactly <laughs> the same. There's and so- they oh. also did the People versus OJ Simpson. They did all. They did. They they did also the People versus. <laughs> they they also did the People versus OJ Simpson, and oh, that okay. had um, Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ Simpson. Um, yeah. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us played Christopher Darden. Um, most people remember. David Schwimmer, a.k.a. Ross from Friends, played Robert Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I no. I forgot about it, that. Okay. It really, it was, it was wild. And all of them are wild. And I'm a huge fan of them. And you can watch, I know you can watch Gianni on Netflix because that's how I was yeah. able to watch these. Um, because otherwise I wouldn't Are they originally shown... Why is something telling me they're originally shown on like FX or something? They are. They is are. it is it FX? Because you're correct. Yes. Okay. Good. And it is on the, um, the People versus OJ Simpson is on Netflix as well. Yeah. Impeachment is not because it's not out yet. But okay. But it's being luck. worked on. It's being worked on. Um, literally, I don't know if this if this is set to change because it depends on where they are in the production process. I would assume that by now they're in post, but like we really don't know. It was supposed to premiere September 27th, 
but okay that could I, still happen yeah but i don't know if they're going to do that because of people needing to work on shows and not being able to because of aunt rona um yeah. there's also talk that they may push it back not just to be safe but to time it more with the election um oh because okay. that i didn't know if you knew that's happening in november <laughs> allegedly We'll see. Alleg- no, but still, it's <laughs> happening, and everyone's registered to vote, right? Those who can. Yep. Yeah. We're hoping. Uh huh. I'm looking at you. You specifically. Okay. You specifically. You think you are. I'm looking right at you. They're <laughs> like, "How did she get in my house?" Um, knock knock, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? Me, bitch. Um, but yeah. Oh God, kill me. Um, but yeah, I really. I just, there's, there's, it's art. It's truly, there's so much detail brought into it. And it's, if you love or loved um, Glee, if you love American Horror Story, it's like the best combination of the two. Obviously there are no musical numbers, but it has the drama. It has like the creep factor. And the famous faces. The famous faces, some of whom were on Glee and American yep. Horror Story, such as Sarah Paulson, Darren Chris. Um, but just, oh, it's art. So wonderful. So beautiful. Critics, the Hollywood Forum Press, everybody seems to think so. And I highly recommend. Perfect. Yes, you are. Moving on. Ah. My next one is also on YouTube, but I think you can also find it on Hulu. At least it was. I don't know if it currently is. But it's um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes. They just broke off and did their own thing. Yeah. They created their own shit, which is really cool. They escaped. Um, It's two guys from originally from BuzzFeed and they did it for BuzzFeed. Now they do it for themselves. But um, they have a whole network now that's BuzzFeed Unsolved. And um, they do uh like visits to supernatural places and they go to like the Winchester Mystery House. Um they investigate the Goatman, um, Bigfoot, like a couple of other things. They make funny, cool, paranormal and true crime uh like deep dives. Yes, and one thing that also for those of you who don't believe in paranormal stuff, this shit is for you. Because the the great part about their dynamic is that Ryan Bergara, who is one of the two co-hosts, he believes in ghosts. He's like, you best not be like fucking around with them. You better yeah. like behave yourselves. And then he goes he goes to get a uh, holy water before they go to like a haunted place. At one point, it's very funny. Yes, yes. And then there's his cohort Shane Maddish. I think his last name is pronounced. Um, I don't know. Oh, no, it's uh, Madej. Madej. See, I always, I always fuck it up. Um, but regardless, the, Shane is the opposite. He does not believe in any of this shit. He provokes the ghosts because he yep. doesn't think they're real. And there's a really famous scene that some of you may know it and you may not be able to place it where there's a light that's on and Shane w- is like taunting the ghost and is like, you're not really that tough. Like, if you were, you would turn the light on. And the light just yeah. turns the fuck on. Yep, and Ryan's turns on like, and Ryan freaks out. Yes, Ryan's like, shut the fuck up, you need to stop. And so then the light turns off and he's like, yeah, but if you were really real, you'd do it again. And it goes on again. And so yeah, it, yeah. It's, but it's really, it's got that comedic factor 
that like yeah at, at Zach one Baggins point doesn't do intentionally <laughs> and they do it on purpose there's like a pretty famous meme that is um like shane's profile in um like night vision and it says uh hey demons it's me your boy yes and uh, i believe he says that yes it's perfect and it's just so good. I wa- I recommend watching like starting from the beginning because they do like an episode on like one topic and then they do like a Q&A episode afterwards. So I would definitely watch them like back to back. But I just looked it up and it's on Hulu and apparently Amazon Prime. It if you is. have subscriptions for both. But I think everything is still oh. on the YouTube channel. I'm sorry. My cat just punched me in the stomach. I wish I was kidding. All 14 (laughs) pounds of him just launched himself off of my stomach. Good. (sighs) Go on. Carry on. Um, But yeah, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and on YouTube. BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes. Recommended. Highly recommend. What's your next one? All right. My next one is, I've got to look, Celebrity Ghost Stories. I will say, this is, it's a classic, except this was one that was new to me. Um, Actually, it was recommended by a friendly acquaintance last week. And like before we started even talking about doing this episode, because we fly by the seat of our pants here at Crime Culture. Uh And, um... I got hooked immediately. He told me he he mentioned it and he and I was like, what is that? And he goes, oh, no, it's real. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) So um, and he and he delivered. He was he was indeed correct. Um, So basically, celebrity ghost stories is exactly how it sounds. They I would want it to be nothing else than that. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it is. um, It's really interesting. There's. They, they've brought in everybody from, like, Scott Bio to Elizabeth Rome to Joan Rivers. Um, just, like, you, you wouldn't believe uh-huh. the number of, like, you'll see some people and you'll be like, they got that person. And other people you'll understand. Like, Greg from the Brady Bunch is on it. Um, uh-huh. Other people, it's like, oh, yes, I understand. Like They haven't yes, so much you. seen a ghost, but they've seen a paycheck. Right. Um, mm-hmm. actually, fun fact, there is an actor, Giancarlo Esposito, who many people know from, Bad. yes, and I went to college with his daughter, she was in the same sorority as our friend Elisa, and mm-hmm. he is on this, so, is he really? yes, had I known, had I known, I would have sought her out, um, yeah, definitely, but no, but no, I've made a mistake, but yeah, literally every um, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters is on mm-hmm. it in, in a strange twist of fate. <laughs> um, David Carradine, just all kinds of people. Um, truly incredible. And it's very, it's very fast. I believe they're, maybe they're like 45 minutes long around there. Oh, but really? Yeah, it, because it's a bunch of short stories. It's not oh, like they okay. devote one episode. So if you don't have time, that's another thing. If you don't have time, if you've got kids and you can only fit in, say, like, five, ten minute spurts, 15 minute spurts, this uh-huh. is a great show for that. Yeah, because you and, don't have to really, like, focus. Yes, and it still has all of the shitty reenactments that you love <sighs> from all of your favorite shows. It would be like, like a show that I would ones. have on while I'm, like, cleaning or something. 
the like, first I don't really episode, need to pay attention to it. I can just listen. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to finish. Because um, <laughs> I was going to say the first episode actually has Joan Rivers. And Good. Yes. Literally right out the gate, they start with Joan yep. Rivers. And I was like, this is the show for me. You gotta. Um, I was like, here we go. But just seeing the person that they cast for her for the reenactment scenes oh my god it's just fucking gold it's brilliant there's no way she approved it if she did she's got a much greater sense of humor than people give her credit for (laughs) but like truly it's it's unbelievable it's just it's so silly um but if you want to watch it you can watch it on you can definitely watch it on amazon prime because that's where i found it um i'm also i was also told that you could watch it on imdb tv but I don't have much experience with that, so... And it's definitely, like, it's on cable somewhere. Probably. I don't know. I, think I haven't it, had cable yeah. in, like, five years. I haven't, but I know it's one of those shows that's just, like, on one of those crazy, like, back channels. Okay. <laughs> so if just you can find it on no TV... Idea. Oh, that's right. No, TV, no, no, tell no, no. It's, it's literally because I have the thing pulled up in my notes. It's um an A&E series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's A&E. what it is. Duh. Some random cable channel. Yeah, you know, never heard of it. Perfect. Um, yeah. And you can also watch it on Tubi. That's the other one. Uh-huh. But it's got a 95% rating on Google. Um, that's a, There wasn't one for Rotten Tomatoes. That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not really surprised. But it's got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good for IMDb. All right. Well, my next one is um something that i was literally just watching at like right before we started recording this and it is a like one of those countdown shows from uh, that was on bravo like in the early 2000s and it's called um the 100 scariest movie moments Ooh! and they just like count down and it's like remember like best week ever and like those like i love the 90s series yes yes yes, yes they yes, would just have VH1. like snippets yeah they would just have like snippets of like comedians or like directors or blah blah blah, blah or actors whatever and they talk about like one specific like little topic and then it like intercuts with like old commercials and shit okay basically that's what this is so they have like comedians and directors and other horror actors talk about 100 scary moments in uh movies up until like 2004 Oh, okay. Because that's when it came out. Um, but it's so good. You can watch all of it on... Um, I don't think they ever show it on Bravo anymore. Because, I mean, I haven't had cable in a while. But I can't imagine they would still show something from the 2000s. Um, but, yeah, the whole thing is on uh, YouTube. I don't know if you can find it on, like, Tubi or, like, anything like that. Um, but I will uh, link it on the website so you can watch it. Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. And then there's also, like, an offshoot one that I think came out a couple years later that's, like, 13 scarier movie moments. That one's also on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's, like, not even, like... Like, they show, like, little snippets of, like, the scary parts of the movie. But, like, there's always, like, funny people talking over it or, like, they're explaining uh, what went into the filming of something like that or how it relates to other true crime things or other movies. So you don't really have enough time to like be scared by it. It's like, if you want it like a really truncated horror movie education, you can watch this <laughs> horror movies for dummies. 
Yeah, it's like if you don't want to be left behind in like a conversation about like horror movies, like watch this. It'll give you like a bunch of names and movies and stuff and just enough information so you can like be part of a conversation. Much easier than smudge ink on your hand. Mm hmm. That's cute. I, I forgot about those. Those are fun. Yeah, I liked I liked those back when I had cable many, many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> But funny that you mentioned that you were just watching this because I was just watching my next one, which is Big Little Lies. Mm hmm. Oh, oh, my God. So for those who don't know, Big Little Lies, it's based on a book. Leanne Moriarty. She's wonderful. She's written, I think, maybe six or seven books now. And all of them are wonderful. She's a very brilliant writer. But. It's a fictional series that was start. It started out as a miniseries, but it got picked up for a second season that premiered last year. And basically, anything Reese Witherspoon touches turns to gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really surprised, but it does. It's got Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman starring, who also executive produce. Um, it's got Zoe Kravitz. It's got Shane Lee Woodley. It's got Laura Dern. Um, but it's great for it's fictional, like I said. But it's just really great in terms of the storytelling and the crime and all of it. And, oh, I'm a fan. I'm such a fan. Again, not one that you would think, like, if you're looking for something specifically true crime. If you don't know what the story is about, then you wouldn't think that it was true crime. But yeah, you just think it's Desperate Housewives. It's not. It's really not. It's all right. It's a little. But it's it's just it's (laughs) truly it's truly phenomenal. Um, And other people seem to agree with me. Uh, it's got a, it's, it's got a, it's got an 89% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 90% audience score. Wow. Yes. And then it's also got a 93% Google score and an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. That's, That's really you know. good. That is. Yeah. Yeah. And it is also one of the series. So if you have Hulu, um, to kind of ease the torture that is quarantine, Hulu released a bunch of HBO content to its non-HBO subscribers. So you mm-hmm. can subscribe to specific channels like HBO, Showtime, um, via Hulu. If you don't do that, you can't access HBO content. You can't access Showtime content and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And so they made a bunch of those things available. And one of that, one of the series, they, they did series, they did movies, um, specials, but one of them was Big Little Lies. So you can now watch it on Hulu, even if you have just like the pleb subscription like I do. Mm-hmm. You can also watch it on Amazon Prime. And if you do have a, an HBO subscription, then by all means, girl, go get it. But yeah. Girl don't have the money for the HBO subscription. Girl do not have the money for the HBO subscription. Girl be using fiancé's parents' Girl be poor. (laughs) Um, Well, my next one you can find on a bunch of, like, free places, too. Uh, It's another documentary from the early 2000s, and it's called Going to Pieces, The Rise and Fall of the Slasher Film. And it's just a really good history of slasher movies, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday, uh, Friday the 13th. Like it's just really good about specifically slasher, uh, slasher movies. And again, this is up until 2006 when it was released. So don't expect any modern things in it, but 
just a, a documentary that I always just end up going back to and just like having on in the background, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. But uh, you can watch it on Hulu. If you have Sling TV, it's on there. And um, also on Stars. And um, you can get it on Amazon Prime for like $2.99. So I don't know if that's buy or rent, but you can oh. also find it there. And I think there's also a version of it that was uploaded to YouTube, but that's for you to find. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. What about okay. you? About me. Well, next up, I have The Act, which we haven't ever talked about Love. before. Um, yes, if you liked our Gypsy Rose Blanchard episode, again, I can't highly recommend this enough. And at the time we recorded it, they were putting out the episodes weekly. All of the episodes are out now. They're on Hulu. Um, clearly, we weren't the only ones who loved it because since we did the episode, it just kind of did a full sweep during award season. Um, Dee Dee Blanchard is played by Patricia Arquette. Joey King plays Gypsy Rose. Um, Kayla Morthy. Fantastically. Yes, yes. And Kayla Morthy, who I met in a parking garage in Santa Monica, like right after this came out, and I texted Haley in a tizzy, and my boyfriend just kept going, who is this? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is that? Yep. Um, but yes, he is also in it. He plays... Um, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas go, to go to John. Thank you. Nicol yep. I, I wanted to call him John and I'm like, that's not his name. Um, <laughs> that is not his name, but it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, it's like, there, there's you, some dramatizations. If, yeah. If you like uh, any of the American crime stories that you had already recommended, yep. this could be within the same vein as that almost. Yes. Can you sense a pattern here? Yes. Um, but yeah, it has a 92% Google score, an 8.0, an eight, an 8 no, no points, an 8 out of 10 on IMDb, which again, like, damn. And yeah. it has an 89% tomato meter score and a 92% audience score on Rotten Tomato, all of which very well deserved. Yeah. Uh, and as you were saying before, I, like, tripped over you. Uh, there are some dramatizations. Everything is not 100%. Um, as they describe it, that actually happened. Um, but we do have an episode, if you haven't listened to it, I think it's episode 56. Sure. So if you want to know more about that case that's featured in the act, we have a whole episode on it, if you haven't already heard it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one is Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue. This is also an older documentary, I think still from the early 2000s. Let's see. February 2009. Nice. Um, it's another, like, I would say it's in the same vein. Again, like you, I have a pattern. Um, it's film clips and interviews with the likes of, like, John Carpenter and George A. Romero. And it's just, like, a history of the horror genre. Really good. Really well put together. Again, from the early 2000s, not a lot that's modern. But solid recommendation. You can get it on Tubi for free. And then you can also buy it on Amazon Prime, Google Play, YouTube, and iTunes. Yeah. And again, there might be a rip of it on YouTube if you want to dig. Sounds good. All right. And I think you have one more true crime pick before we go into, real quick, we'll go into like our non-true crime picks. I thought I had two more. Do you have two more? I thought I did. I, have, I, wrote, I did 10. How many did you do? Oh, I only have one more. So yeah, you have two more. 
Maybe because we did Firefest together. Back and forth and by Oh yeah. So and then we went back and forth. Creating a podcast, everybody. Um so, <laughs> so prepared. What's your second to last one. Yes. That would be NCIS Los Angeles. I know it's not the original. I don't give a hoot. I prefer this one. Maybe it's because of my field and where I live. But I'm a big fan of Hey, everyone NCIS likes Law and Order SVU better than the original. I'm just saying, sometimes the spinoff yeah. is better than the OG. And clearly people sometimes. agree because it's been going since 2009. Wow. Yeah. It's got LL Cool J. Like, come on. Perfect. Um, but for those who don't know, so NCIS is a the police of the Navy. Um, so these these particular this particular department that is covered, they're the special operations department. Um, they do certain undercover missions and they defuse bombs and all the fun stuff that you would see in NCIS, except cooler and with prettier people. Um, okay. But I'm I'm a big fan. You can watch it on CBS or A and E, or you can buy it on you can buy it on Prime. If you have a live TV subscription with Hulu, you can watch it for free. That's the rich people subscription. Yes, it is. It's like fifty <laughs> bucks a month because I free trialed it on three emails. Um, yes, I did because I was like I need my live TV for a minute. It was it was award season. Um, ah. But yes, it's got an 80, no, it doesn't. It's got a 78% <laughs> audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Close, not quite. And it has a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb and a 93% Google score and the Caitlin seal of approval. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, my last one is another one that we've definitely talked about um, in passing. And it was kind of like a sleeper hit. Not a lot of people were like talking about it in any groups that I had seen, but it's the Netflix series Exhibit A, and it's the series that shows how innocent people have been convicted of UV using like pretty dubious forensic techniques and tools. Ooh. Um, and they go into video forensics, blood splatter, cadaver dogs, and uh, touch DNA. So um, they show like half of it is basically. Um, why this science is used and why in theory it should be reliable and then the other half is how it's not actually as reliable as you would want it to be and it shouldn't be the only thing that somebody has put away for yeah. so it, it really shows both sides really well it's only four episodes it came out um in june of 2019 and it has a 76 percent on google and uh highly recommend exhibit a on Netflix. I don't think you can get it anywhere else. Sure. Why not? It's a Netflix series. Okay. Okay. So my next one is Leah Remini, Scientology in the Aftermath. It is Ooh. an A&E docuseries. I'm a huge fan of it because if you want to learn more about one of the most prolific cults in the world, now is your time. She escaped Scientology a few years ago, and so she was like, yo, I'm gonna share the secrets, even though they've done things like run people off the road when they try to escape. So very yeah. brave lady, very cool lady, king of queens, we can forget about that. Um, we can forgive her. But I highly recommend it. It's very interesting if you're into... Even if you're just curious, it's just, it's very 
eye opening, and she's yeah. she's she she spills some dirt. I'm a fan. Yeah. People think they like know the broad strokes of Scientology, but if you need to watch something like that to really be like, oh fuck, this is a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like for example, she was um one of the whistleblowers. Uh, so the leader of the Church of Scientology, David Miscavige. His wife, Shelly, has been missing for years. Nobody has seen her. He says she's just hanging out at home, that, like, she's not missing. Mm. And Leah Remini was actually one of the first people to notice that Shelly Miscavige was missing and was like, what is going on? Something isn't right. And was basically told, shut up. That's Um, terrifying. Terrifying. But what's not terrifying are these reviews. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself. So it has a 9.1 on IMDb out of wow. 10. I know. 96% Google score and a 93% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. Right? That's how you know. Yeah. So yeah, so watch that shit. It's very and you oh, and you can watch it on Hulu. Everybody's like, Perfect. "Yeah, I want to watch it. Where do I watch it?" That's where you watch it. <laughs> or Hulu. you said like A&E and A&E. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, now good. we're gonna just mention a couple like if true crime and the news are but like bumming you out. Uh, here's things that don't have anything to do with true crime that are just our life recommendations. Also, you don't need to watch any of these during a, a quarantine. You can just watch them in life, and they will for make funsies. you happy. Yeah, for funsies. Um, my first one is still kind of pretty dark. Oh, but good. But so good. It's like one of my new obsessions. Uh, it's Euphoria. There's only one season so far, and it's on HBO. It is so good. Oh my god, everybody in it is fantastic. It's still, like I said, it's still kind of dark, and um, it's basically like teenagers having sex and doing drugs. And yeah. so, don't watch it with your parents in the room. No. Um, there's in a the lot house. of <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of. <laughs> loud graphic sex so yes, especially um, in like the first five minutes yeah also <laughs> uh it was praised because like you know how women are always shown naked on like yes. H- hbo game of thrones yep gratuitous boobs gratuitous boobs not enough wieners well euphoria <laughs> definitely gives you wieners <laughs> the ween shortage is small like a lot in this they one. have they have an entire like little section like a little talking section? about <laughs> little section talking about uh dick pics and like showing full full dick pics and you know what as as uh, one should because fair is fair yeah it, it really is it's it's so good like i said everyone on is fantastic fantastic it's only one season so far it's on hbo you definitely need to watch it it's so good and i need people to talk about it with yes so watch euphoria and then talk yes, to me please do all right next up we've got for me the good place just mm-hmm. finished up, so you can literally binge the whole last thing. Perfect, um, I love it's it another, when I can do that. Yeah, it's another brilliant work of Mike Schur. He did Parks and Rec, he did The Office. Um, it stars Kristen Bell, who's just a... And she's just an eternal ray of sunshine. Um, mm-hmm. And Ted Danson, who, like, who doesn't fucking love Ted Danson? America's grandpa. Um, he probably wouldn't like that if he heard me, but that's fine. Um, you can watch the first three seasons on Netflix and the final season is on Hulu, but I have a feeling it's going to be coming to Netflix eventually. Okay. Um, yes, very strange. And 
especially strange for me watching it because I got into it later because I couldn't watch it live and I didn't have Hulu at the time. And then I got Hulu and it's just a whole mess, but I highly recommend it. And it's that probably going to end up on that dumb NBC streaming service, right? Peacock. Ugh. NBC I know. Parks and Rec is moving there. Parks and Rec is not on my recommendations. It should be because it's the show I watch the most. So you can watch Parks and Rec, but I, I and think they're doing a reunion in like two days. Yeah. So no, on today, on today, Ugh, on they're today. doing a. Re- they're, if you're, if you're, oh god, if you're listening right it's now, today. it's today. <laughs> Unless you're listening to it early because you're a Patreon subscriber, in which case it's tomorrow. Okay. Okay. But okay. anyway, Whew. um. Yeah, so catch it on Netflix and Hulu now because it's probably going to go to that other dumb service. So Yep, same as The Office. I didn't put it on the list. It is just a fucking joy to watch, even the last few seasons. But it's going to Peacock soon, so it's not going to be Ugh. on Netflix forever. So watch it now, folks. Yeah. Um, My next recommendation is brand new at the time of recording this to Netflix, and it's the three improv shows of Middleditch and Schwartz. Yes. Have you watched it yet? I haven't, but I just added it to my watch list this morning. So good. Improv makes me so nervous, but they're so good at it that you're like, wait, they didn't write this? Like, this is fake? Like, what? Yeah, well, they're amazing, vets. Amazing, amazing recommendation. Uh, there's, there's three improv shows, so it's not just one. It's Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Uh, ben Schwartz is John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. And, and Thomas BB-8. Middleditch. Oh, yeah, he was. He's he fucking BB-8. BB-8. <laughs> uh, Thomas Middleditch, um, Silicon Valley, obviously. That's not on my list, but also watch Silicon Valley on HBO. Um, they are incredible together. I love them. I want to go to like lunch with them and just like watch them talk to each other <laughs> because Let's they're so fucking funny together. And... Um, you gotta watch it. It's on Netflix. Middle Ditch and Sh- Middle Ditch and Schwartz. I had a problem saying that the other day too. It's it's me. I'm contagious. Okay. Um, all right. My next up, just like Euphoria, is a pretty new one for you. So I try to make it a point not to watch a first season of any show because I get attached. I've been burned one too many times. The yeah. Finder. I'm looking at you. Um, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> And I watched a pilot of a show that if it doesn't get picked up, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, no. Um, Because YouTube is doing this thing where they will show new, like, pilots of new series. That'll come up as an ad, and it will just be, like, a 45-minute long ad with the entire first episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it started, and it was like, you need to wait, like, five seconds or ten seconds or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, fine. And It just dragged you in. That's all it fucking took. That is all it took. And it's truly, it's wonderful. Um, if you like Jane Levy, who I think she's very underrated, she's she's wonderful in this. It has Skylar Aston from Glee, Chris you didn't Gallagher. Say what it was. Oh fuck, you're right. It's Zoe's extraordinary <laughs> playlist. Oh shit. Okay, good. <laughs> That's how passionate I am about this. I just assume everybody knows what it is. Um, but yes, yeah, so you can watch it on Hulu. It's so good. It's got Mary Steenburgen. and actually, I didn't even plan this. Who is married to Ted Danson? <laughs> wow so that's where my mind synchronicity yes that's where my mind is but it's truly it's adorable and basically not to give too much away jane levy's character um the titular character zoe she has this brain issue it's not an issue really but basically 
people, she hallucinates them doing like full on musical numbers. And that's how she knows how they're feeling. Uh And sometimes it's really like embarrassing or uncomfortable. But then there are times where and I won't give too much away. You'll know it. You will know it when you watch it. Okay. And you will cry. (laughs) It's it's very beautiful. And I'm just a big fan. And if they don't renew it, then they'll be hearing from me personally. But yeah. Sounds good. Uh-huh. That's definitely uh, it. Kind of like sounds like um, what's it called? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, a little bit like that kind of upbeat, happy. So like, if you're feeling something like that, yes then, and no. Uh, it I don't don't sell it as being as upbeat and happy as it is because it's not. Okay, it's not always. Right. It's not always it very upbeat and happy. Yes, there there are many parts where it is not upbeat and happy. It's just oh, there's musical okay. numbers. Okay, all right. Oh, and oh, Lauren wait, Graham's I- in it. <laughs> and I just thought of another recommendation that's not on my list. Um, but before I say my next one, I finished the first season of High Fidelity on Hulu. Adorable. It's one of my favorite books of all time, High Fidelity by Nick Hornby. It's so good. The way that they went about gender swapping and race swapping the main character. John Cusack could never. No. John Cus- the John Cusack character from the original 2000 movie is now Zoe Kravitz, who is uh, my new god. And infinitely and, less whiny. Uh, she's like, it's it's just so good. Like, And that she's story so is so, the story is so like, you can do so much with it. It's mm-hmm. about a guy living in a city that owns a record shop. He just broke up with um, his longtime girlfriend and he goes through his like top five last relationships that ended badly and tries to figure out what went wrong. That's the premise. It was originally by Nick Hornby about a guy in London, I think. Then it was made into a movie in the 2000s um, with John Cusack in Chicago. And then this one is Zoe Kravitz playing Rob in New York City. So like Mm -hmm. the story can work for anyone anywhere and it's just perfect. I know it's not the one that's actually on my recommendation list, but uh, you reminded me with saying that like it's not always happy because it's not, um, and it's on Hulu. So watch that. And then real quick, since we already mentioned it in my uh, true crime picks, I mentioned the I Love the 80s series. There's also like I Love the 90s and I Love the New Millennium. It's all those like VH1 countdown series of yeah. like things from the decade. Um those i think are at least pieces of them are like bootlegged on uh youtube i've never been able to find the actual like full series um anywhere other than youtube and they keep getting ripped down and then like put back up by other people um but if you find even just clips of that show i could just watch it forever it's just so good it gets your mind off of everything that's happening now and all bad things and just brings you back to a time when things were like not disease dumb <laughs> dumb and simple oh like someone else so, we don't we know i don't even have to say yes. it we just know um so my personal favorite is the i love the 80s series and then there's like i love the 80s 3d and i love the 80s something else so watch all of those because they're my favorites because the 80s are the best yeah 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 what's your next one all right my next one is charmed but like the OG series, not the new series, not to knock it. I'm just a classic kind of girl. And let me tell you, it's hitting all the spots. 
Good. You you got the nineties nostalgia. You got the magic. You got the murder. You, it's it's got everything, and it's all on Netflix. And Perfect. I mean, if you it, we're all basically staying home because of being sick. Just it's not necessarily us who is sick. Are sick? Maybe sick. What? <laughs> um, you know, that was the show that was on. You would be home from school for whatever reason, and that was the show that was on with the reruns. Yeah. It would yep. be Charmed, Golden Girls, Judge Judy, Maury Povich, and. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's got that nostalgia to it from like, oh, I remember when I used to wear chokers, not ironically. And then also just, I remember when I was homesick eating chicken soup and couldn't wait to go to school on Monday after getting over this flu that's definitely not going to last six months. Yep. Too real? My sister will be happy you suggested that one because that was one of her favorite shows. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. Um, anyway, my next one, we're going to try to go quick because we're like over an hour now. Yeah. Mini said what? <laughs> mini said what? Uh, my next one is just, I mean, all time classic. If you want to talk nostalgia, you're going to watch Boy Meets World yes. and seasons one through seven. So if you've never seen it before, binge the fuck out of it. Uh, it's on Hulu. I personally have all of the DVDs, so <laughs> I don't have to watch on, I don't have to watch on Hulu with commercials and shit, but like a peasant. Um, like a peasant i wish i can go back and watch boy meets world for the first time because it is so good it is perfect 90s it is uh just it's just fantastic the inconsistencies make it charming um it's mr. one of my favorite shows of all time yes mr feeney and it's uh, still william daniels today. the voice of uh kit and knight rider yep um so good seven seasons they're on hulu go watch them now they're also on disney plus oh yeah yeah that's right it was a disney show Mm -hmm. i forgot i know this because it was on disney channel when i was growing up and i wasn't allowed to watch it because it was inappropriate hashtag catholic um but speaking of disney plus that actually brings me to my next series which is also, I, I did it again, and I watched a pilot that I shouldn't have watched, and I enjoyed it, and now I'm going to get burned, I know it, mm-hmm. Encore, which- This is the show I want to see, right? This is the show you want to see, and <gasps> I'm losing my voice. So I'm Kristen so Bell is the executive producer of this show. They make it seem like she is more involved than she actually is from, like, in front of the camera. She's not very involved in front of the camera. Um, basically, high school- alumni come back to their old college or their old high school town or their old school and they reperform the show that they did when they were in high school all of the original cast members or most of like, the original cast members call me the biggest theater nerd in the entire world but i literally got goosebumps when i first heard that premise like it's adorable I was, like immediately like almost in tears being like oh, that's so cute <laughs> yes and you will you will you will laugh you will cry <laughs> and the cool thing is so they'll bring they'll bring back obviously like the high school director and things like that incredible that's but amazing that's not who directs because they have to yeah. they they have to get this all down in a week that's the whole point um, yeah they start remember on when Monday. you had like five months to do your your spring musical yep and it still wasn't enough um no. but they have five days start on a monday open on a friday and they bring in broadway actors to fill in the background 
They bring in Broadway choreographers, um, Broadway producers and directors, and it's just absolutely lovely. And I'm a big fan. That's so cool. That's so amazing. That's so good. I want to watch it. it so bad. Uh, but it's only on Disney Plus, so you gotta kind of have Disney Plus. But if sucks. you have Delta, today is the last day. Check your email because if you are a Delta Sky Miles member, like I am, they are giving out a 14 day free trial of Disney Plus, which is That's literally good. how I was able to bite the bullet. Yeah. Um, my next one is uh one of my favorite newer shows on Netflix. Um, it's Big Mouth. Yes, and you do love Big Mouth. It's Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, and it's animated, and it's about puberty, and it's it's just so good. The first season came out when uh, Elliot and I were on um, an anniversary trip up in upstate New York, and we like binged it while we were on our trip. And then just so happened, the second uh, season came out when we were on a different trip. So like, it's become our like vacation show because it comes out around our anniversary every single year so we always like save it until we actually go on like an anniversary trip or like a long weekend or something so we were like midway through season three when we got engaged so i had to like go back and like rewatch it because i was like wait i wasn't paying attention to anything (laughs) um it's so funny it's like I'm going to recommend my next recommendation and you'll know why, but like Nick Kroll and John Mulaney together are just moi. Precious. And Jason Manzoukas is in it. Yes. And uh, Jenny Slate. Maya and, Rudolph. Uh, Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen and Jesse Klein and so many perfect people. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, I am in love with it. So you need to watch it. It's great. Yeah. And I have no fear that this will go for quite some time because it's like a cash cow for Netflix. Yes. <laughs> because it's like this. They did like a crossover with Queer Eye, which should be another recommendation if you're feeling dark at any point in this I quarantine. I also thought about doing Queer that. Eye. I oh was my like, God. oh, Haley's probably going to put Queer Eye on the list, so I won't do it. <laughs> I do love, I love Queer Eye, but like they do a crossover episode so with great. Queer Eye in season three of Big Mouth. Oh my fucking God. It's so good. Um, yeah, I could not rec- recommend it more. It's so, so, so good. What's your next one? All right. My next one is actually a movie because it hits home and I love it and it's wonderful and it is called Instant Family and despite the fact that it has Mark Wahlberg, it's a great movie and I'm a fan. They have a dog. His name is Meatball. You can see what oh. I latch onto here, but it's got the girl that plays Dora the Explorer, like the the adult Dora, not like the cartoon Dora. Uh-huh. Um, but the basic premise is this couple is in their mid thirties and they kind of always assumed they wouldn't have kids. And then they were like, Oh, I think we kind of do want kids. And they go through this whole adoption process that includes Tignataro and Octavia Spencer as kind of um, like advisees and therapists during the whole uh-huh. process. Elijah Schleisinger actually makes a um, cameo role as oh, one wow. of the potential adoptive parents and they go through this whole thing. And so this couple finds out that older kids are less likely to be adopted after a certain age than basically everybody wants babies. It's like with it's like yeah. I hate to say it, it's like with animals. Everybody wants a puppy. Nobody wants an older dog. And yeah. 
these kids are just as, if not more so deserving of love and affection and many of them don't get it. And so just like that breaks my heart. It broke their heart. And that's how, and it's based on a true story. The director or the producer, this is his family's story. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, he changed the professions and everything, but it's like his story. Yeah. That's how they ended up with a teenager, a preteen, and a six-year-old. Wow. Yes. And so it's it's very, it's, it's, it's sweet, it's funny, it's sappy, and I love it. And I've probably watched it three times, and I don't like to rewatch movies. Yeah. I so, would yeah. say a recommendation that's like piggybacking off of that is um, the movie Lion with dev patel oh Oh. my god it's a similar type story that uh the story is true but dramatized and um it's about a boy that um is with his brother and um uh, he goes missing because like he can't find his brother and he fell asleep on a train and like is in some part of india that he's never been to and he can't speak the language he gets put in like a foster care system blah 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 he gets a family in um australia and then tries to find his um where he's actually from without any knowledge because he got uh, lost so young and didn't know like his address or any identifying factors of his home Oof. and it's about like his story to like find out who he is and where he's from and it's like oh it's a true story and it's amazing and it's heartbreaking. It was filmed incredibly. Uh, the little boy that plays um, uh, Dev Patel's young, younger counterpart is fantastic. It's so good. Um, I think that's on, it was nominated for like a bunch of awards when it first came out. I think it's on Netflix. Did I say Instant Family is on Prime Hulu? Yes. Okay. It's on Prime Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Um, my last recommendation would just be stand-up comedy specials because I love them. More specifically, anything by Mike Birbiglia. Um, uh, my Secret Public Journal is on Netflix. I think My Girlfriend's Boyfriend is on Hulu now. Um, thank god for jokes is another babiglia one on netflix and the new one um those are really good anything john mulaney as Mm -hmm. you already know comeback kid um i'm blanking on the other ones new in town new in town yeah i know uh it's getting late here yes very good um Bert kreischer i just told you about Um, yes we have started watching (laughs) big boy is so good um secret time the machine obviously it's a pretty popular one anything eliza schlesinger so good um unveiled is one of um war paint um elder millennial yeah elder millennial um basically anything on netflix comedy is good right now yes um oh also chris gethard career suicide on hbo can't forget that one pete holmes has a bunch on hbo um if you are like a stand-up comedy person and want specific recommendations, I didn't write all of them on my list, but you can message any of our social media platforms and I will give you a huge list yes. of all of my most recommended comedy. Which Ali Wong is on, right? Yes, of course. Ali okay. Wong, also on her. Netflix. We love her. Yeah, She makes fun of Connecticut. We stan. Um, <laughs> all right. Is that it? 
I'm yep. not trying. I'm not trying to like end you. I just I wanted to pop end that in me. There. Yes, um, finish him. So last, but most definitely not least, just like you did, kind of a generalization. I also did a generalization. Basically, anything that you can watch with Audrey Hepburn in it. I love her. I've loved her since I was a little girl. I don't really know what it is. My my cousin Kathy, who really isn't my cousin, she's more like my aunt, so we call her Kazanti. Um, except at Christmas time when she's Kazanti Santi, and I've already revealed way too much. Wow. Um <laughs> Yep. She kind of got me hooked after I was her for Halloween one year, and usually with my Halloween costumes, I would play like an old character and play I would dress up as an old character or an old time Hollywood person and then kind of let it go and i just could not let it go with her but you can find all kinds of movies she's been in on prime um one of my favorites is funny face which you can you, you do have to buy it um but it's only 2.99 on prime um worth it yeah very much worth it or you can get it on like google play youtube voodoo um itunes you can you i'm sure you can get any of her movies but um What's free on Prime, I, I'm pretty sure Roman Holiday is free. And that's like her first big movie role. Um, but she's done everything, man. She's done My Fair Lady. She's done Sabrina. She's done Two for the Road. Um, like, if you're if you're into, um, like, thrillers, she's done Charade. She's done Paris When It Sizzles. Um, it's not, it's, I guess, I guess Paris When It Sizzles isn't really like a, sh- a, thriller but I've, I've already said too much um <laughs> just anything she's just in. anything she's in i'm i'm unwell but yes all right that's it all right i'm done sounds now i good. promise um we have a ton more recommendations i just started putting them all into specific categories so like if you're feeling like you need to watch something true crime but you're not into like serial killers specifically or um, you don't want to see like a dramatization of a real event, but you want to watch something that's like drug crime related. I'm going to have everything on the website under like different headings. So like whatever you're looking for, look for like the heading and you can say, okay, well, this is what, um, is recommended in like stuff about cults, stuff about fraud. Um, we'll have all of that on the website and also, um, very very open to suggestions so if you see the list and you think that there's a documentary that's um not on there that should be let me know and it will be like a constantly updated list and that website is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com and you can find the links to all of our social media there we're on twitter facebook and instagram and uh that's it until tuesday right yeah, that's it. We've already gone uh-huh. on too long. <laughs> We've gone on way too long for a mini episode. Um, but hopefully there's enough there to keep you entertained for however long this quarantine lasts. Hopefully it will not last that longer. Oh, that much God, no. longer. <laughs> One more month. One more month. No. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Just stay safe. Stay sane. Stay hygienic. Hygienic. Stay entertained. Stay healthy. Stay Stay inside. Yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. That's what we'll end with. Stay inside. Goodbye. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye.